I'm really at a loss for words, but you know, I live Scootaloo come to y'all a humble man. Not just a humble man, but a man who knows when he's been bested. You know what? Before I break it all down, let's roll that beautiful beat. You know, I want it to be customary that if you lose the championship, you hand it over. You know what I'm saying? So last night, of course, what we're all here for let me let me properly put it up there. So last night, AEW Revolution, I defended my predictions championship, and I came up short. And I'm pretty sure you're like, who, 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 who did you lose it to, Scoop? You were you were late fifth. You just got your belt back. You just got your belt back. Who did you lose it to? I lost it to the one and only. The heartthrob, the heartbreaker, Jaeger Bombastic. Jaeger Bombastic finally has the championship back, and which means he will go into WrestleMania weekend as champion. But he still has myself, Lip Dizzle, and Juggernaut 097 chasing him. WrestleMania weekend, of course, consists of Stand and deliver in both nights. Will he walk out as champ? We shall see. But until then, let's talk about some revolution. And the theme of this show is, hi kids, do you want to see violence? Zero Hour, Mark Briscoe, Lucha Bros versus Ari Devar, Varsity uh, Athletes. Pretty okay match, pretty solid match, but let's face it, we knew who was going to get this big fat dub, the Briscoe and the Lucha Bros. Nothing really in-depth or whatever. We just knew what was going to happen. I mean, let's just face it. To open Revolution, we get absolute Ricky Starks and the Ocho, Chris Jericho. Now, the thing to this match is um, both, well, not both parties. The JAS is banned from ringside. Uh, and for the most part, it happened. Um, this was a pretty solid blow-off match. Um, I hope the feud is over because now it's going to kind of, kind of turn into a what else can happen. But, uh, Towards the closing moments of the match, Sammy Guevara Sammy, Sammy, Sammy comes skipping his way on not the like he wasn't banned from ringside. Then Action Andretti comes out, interception, blah. Starts beating up Guevara, blah, 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 blah. More action in the ring. Judas Effect, thank you. <laughs> uh, Starks blocks the Judas Effects. Judas Effect. Uh, Jesus, get the words up. Like, I don't know the moves. 
things happen. Wow, he ends up hitting the Rochambeau. One, two, three. Absolute. It's the dub. And once again, I hope this feud is over with because where else can they take it? Where else can they take it? Now, I was fearful in this match because with it being JAS banned from ringside, it was like, damn, is somebody about to come out there, interfere, that's going to be Ricky Stark's new person he beefed with, but no. Other than Guevara trying to come out there, Action Andretti intercepting, that was it. The next match, which finally we got a chance to blow off this view. We have the last bear, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, or as we like to call him on tag, Jungle Man that grips that leather and Christian Cage. And if you don't know that reference, search photos of Jungle Boy gripping leather. Gripping leather. You know how hard it is to grip leather? Jungle Boy, a.k.a. Jungle Man, gripping leather. Then you do your Googles. Um, this was a buried alive match. If we're going into kind of WWE sense, you had to put your opponent in the casket, close it, wow, match it over with. Um, pretty good match. And Christian Cage is wild for coming out there wrestling in a sleeveless turtleneck. Sleeveless turtleneck. Christian Cage. He did that. He really selling that villain shit, y'all. But, uh, yeah, that's a pretty solid match. Um, never not once in this match I didn't feel Jungle Man was going to lose. Never not once. Um, Ultimately, it ended with him uh, hitting him with a vicious concerto. Like, it almost damn near like he hit him for real. But he hit him with a concerto, put it in the, <laughs> the caveat that we didn't know. He put it in the casket, closed the casket, and that motherfucker dropped. And it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, put him in the casket. Jungle Boy essentially buries Christian. Now, I don't know what will come of this as far as in Christian sense. I don't know if Christian is done on the wrestling side and now he's about to become a trainer, you know, producer type situation. Is this a way to kind of just write Christian off TV for some months? Uh, is Jungle Boy now going to start trying to go for singles gold? So what happens in the boy jungle? In the boy jungles? What happens with the boy jungle man? You know, so we shall see. But Jungle Boy gets that fat dub and he finally got to exercise his demon of Christian Cage. Next up, we get a match. The AEW Trio Championship, the Elite in the Omega in the Bucks versus the House of Black, Alistair Black, Buddy Matthews, Brody King. Um, kudos to the way this match was done. Because the false finishes and the moments they gave, bam. I honestly think if the Elite would have got that W, I don't think the crowd would have been happy. 
I wouldn't have been happy because, of course, I picked the House of Black in my prediction. But they definitely 100% made the right call by giving House of Black the dub. And they gave it to him in fancy faction. Uh, Matt Jackson took some moves. I think it was Matt Jackson. I want to say it was Matt Jackson. He took some moves, yeah, because Nick took that vicious knee from Buddy. They were trying to go for the Meltzer driver. Nick jumps off the rope, and Buddy was waiting right there. Blow, knee to the face. They reverse it. Uh, did Buddy hit him with something, or did they reverse it? And he got spun into the um the blackout. I think he got spun into the blackout. Then Buddy picks him up. Throw feeds him to Brody King and Brody King hits the Dante's Inferno. New trios champions, the House of Black. And to be honest with you, though, because I just thought of this, they should really give them custom championships. I know they was really doing it with the TNT championship, but they should really give the House of Black custom championships. Mm hmm. Book it. Okay. Next up, AEW World Women's World Championship. The champ, Jamie Hayter, Soraya, Ruby Soho. Y'all know if y'all been watching my reviews and watching how I feel, never, not once that I feel Jamie was going to lose. Now, they could have swerved me by giving it to Ruby. And the only reason why I think they could have swerved me by giving it to Ruby because the ongoing feud between the AEW originals and the what they called them, the outsiders, the the uh, another word they use for it, the outsiders, basically the 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 the, the transfers, the ones who came from outside the company. And if y'all didn't know, that was an ongoing feud. Uh, Ruby's. Soraya and Tony Storm have been beating up kind of AEW originals in a sense, while Baker and Hayter have been the ones to kind of defend. And Ruby's kind of been in the middle, but Ruby's like, I just want that title, fam. But yeah, never not once did I feel Hayter was going to lose. Um, like I said, it could have been a swerve, but never not once did I see it because ultimately, Hayter's meant to fight Britt Baker. I don't know when that turn is going to happen, but ultimately it's going to happen. But yeah, Hater gets the dub, one, two, three, and Ruby made a choice. She decided to beat up on uh, Hater, Baker, and all of them, and decided to side with the, uh, with the uh, outsiders. She even spray painted and everything. So now, we got two and two. Sorry, three and two. You know what this is building up to. Blood and guts. The originals versus the outsiders. I think blood and guts is five on five. You just need two more transplants and three more originals, which I can 100% see in Sheeta siding with the originals. Maybe they get Riho to side with the originals. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get Thunder Rose to side with the originals. And as far as the transplants go, 
or the outsiders, who else can they get? Maybe Athena, but I think they're in the process of really wanting to split ROH and AEW, so maybe Athena. Jay Cargill would be amazing for the for the originals. Even Nyla would be amazing for the originals. But we'll see. But you know it's leading the bloody guts. You just know it. But like I said, uh, Hater retains. Ruby makes the choice to side with Soraya and Storm. Next up, hi kids. Do you want to see violence? And yes, the last burial match had some violence. But hi, kids. Do you want to see violence? Yes, we do, because we have a Texas death match. Hangman Adam Page. Pay attention to the name of Hangman versus John Moxley. Texas death match. Will you win by KO, tap out, or knockout? And knockout meaning you can't answer a 10 count. I'm not a proponent. I'm usually not a proponent of extremely violent matches and blood and all these things. This was a match. This was a match. And not only was it a match, do we dare as tag stamp it as match of the night? Because this was said match of the night. I think it's tag. We stamping it as match of the night. We should get a special little graphic that should pop up. Match of the night. But yes, these boys beat the shit out of each other. Let's just call it what it is. They beat the shit out of each other. Now, I want to know what's Moxley and Hangman's relationship for real. Because I always say people who are friends tends to have the best matches with each other. And Violence, bricks, barbed wire, forks, barbed wire, barbed wire boards, tables, chairs, barbed wire. There was even a spot where Hangman wrapped himself in barbed wire and hit the Ari Hari moonsault. It was violence. There was a one part, I forgot what the hell Hangman hit Mox with. Mox started bleeding in the face all over. Hangman was bleeding in the face and all over the body. Violence is the key word to this match. Uh, you know how they say it. This ain't for the faint of heart. If you got a blood thing, don't watch this. Put the kids to bed with this match. Because them boys, ex- violence. <laughs> violence. Uh, but yes, arguably match of the night. And considering the main event, violence. And reason why I kept saying, pay attention to the name, because there was a part where Hangman had a chain. He wrapped it around Moxley's throat, yeeted him over the throat, oh, the third, yeeted him over the top rope, get the words out, scoot, and Essentially hung Moxley to Moxley was like, all right, man, you got this. Violence. If you don't want to watch anything else in this show, 
I only recommend you at least two matches. This one and the main event. Please. Next up, TNT Championship, King of Television, Samoa Joe, Wardlow. Now, of course, we got the looming threat of Powerhouse Hobbs, who owns the chip, sorry, the Sonic Ring, and he gets his shot Wednesday of the winner. I did not agree with this match at all. Um, it wasn't a bad match, but they had Warlow beaten Joe. Now, I hate this for the simple fact of where does this put Hobbs? Because they've been building Hobbs up as this, you know, with the whole book of Hobbs. Hobbs 316 said, I just beat that ass. They've been building this and building that he wants to exact all the hurt that's been done to him onto others. He has the shot by being the face of the revolution. So we have one or two outcomes. He beats Wardlow, which then in turn gives Wardlow a four-day title reign, or he loses to Wardlow, who just got the belt back. So if he beats Warlow, that's some serious hot potatoing. Because then it's like, why not let Hobbs just beat Joe? Then if he lose to Warlow, because Dizzle has a theory that maybe he lose to Warlow, but then goes to ROH and just takes the ROH television title from uh, Joe. So... I don't know. But yeah, Warlow goes over, and I want to say he choked that Joe to get the dub. But yeah. Uh, next up, the co-main event, in a sense. Well, that that that, that Texas Deathmatch was the co-main event, but this would be the co-main event because it was before. We get the AEW World Tag Team Championships, Fatal 4-Way. We get the Guns versus the Acclaim versus Lethal and Jared versus... Orange housing. I only saw this match going one of two ways. Which basically how we called it. Either, either the acclaim was gonna re either the acclaim was going to regain or the guns was going to stay the same. And the element of having the other two teams was cool and all, but it should have just been the Guns versus the Acclaim. Let's just call it what it is. Excuse me. It should have just been the Guns versus the Acclaim. But the Guns retain. They get that fat dub. And they're like, yeah, we're the Guns. We're the best. And then the music hits. You know the music. The best music in AEW date F T R that music here is just I don't even know how just translate on camera but and they beat the guns his ass F T R won't the belts fam now had I seen or seen this coming I would have went with the guns. Once again, 
kudos to you, Jaeger. Jaeger was like damn near perfect. I think Jaeger only missed one, maybe two. Like he but uh yeah. So I guess it makes sense for FTR to go against um the guns since you know they've been talking at Jibba Jabba. So I guess it makes sense. So, you know, at some point, we're going to get the guns, FTR, for them tag belts. And I can 100% see FTR getting the belt back, getting the belts back from the guns. The only reason why I personally hate it was because the acclaimed reign was unceremoniously ended. You know, they had their little fun with the belts. You know, they was doing their little scissoring day and, you know, stuff like that. But it was just so unceremonious and it was like they could have did they could have let a claim go out better than that you know they could have they could have let a claim go out better than that but you know we'll see where that puts everybody to be honest with you we'll see where that puts the acclaim we'll see where that puts jared and lethal and orange house we shall see but yeah the acclaim retain ftr it's back, baby. Main event time. This was a match. Not only was this a match, this did not disappoint. If it wasn't for that death match, this would have been match of the night for me. AEW World Championship 60-minute iron. Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus the American Dragon, Brian Davidson. Boy, was this a duel? Hmm. So, of course, the rules Iron Man match, you can lose by count out, you can lose by DQ, pin or submission. But they added the one caveat that nobody thought of. The match continues. There is no break. So once a pinfall, whatever is determined, it continues. So there is no separate everybody. You good? You good? All right, continue. Nope. Because that played a part. Them boys went at it. MJF proved that he could hang Danielson. I mean, it's fucking Brian Danielson. I mean, and kudos for them mentioning that he lasted 71 minutes, reference to the greatest Royal Rumble, that he lasted 71 minutes in the match. So kudos to you, AEW, for even mentioning that. They didn't mention it by name, but they just said he has a habit of lasting in matches. He has had multiple Iron Man matches. This is MJF's first. They was really selling it, selling it as does MJF has the gas tank. What will happen when we start going into deep waters with the the Iron Man match violence? Not like de- not like Texas Death Match violence. Violence. There was at one point Danielson had MJF leaking, leaking, no visibility, but. All in all, 
I can't give it to you, blow by blow, because once again, it was our. But the match ended with Danielson having a gnarly submission on MJF. And they were both tied three up. And Danielson had that submission on Floyd. And boom, it ended in a draw. They giving MJF the oxygen. You know, Danielson is like, whatever, this is some bullshit. Because, of course, they announced it. Since they were tied, it came to a draw. MJF retains. Simple as that. And then Shivani gets some word in his ear. He goes back to Justin Roberts and say, nah, this match is continuing in sudden death. Yeah. Yeah. And it continues. And <laughs> let's just say this. I will always have love for the bad guy, for the heel, because MJF, he going to find a way. He gonna find a way. He fucked around there, grabbed that oxygen tank. Ref got distracted. Danielson tried to go grab. Oh, let me. Danielson had the label lock on, if I remember correctly. And what happened was, since Danielson had it on, so the way he, I want to say it was the label lock. If it wasn't the label lock, he had some submission. So pardon me if I'm wrong. But the way he had it, Danielson couldn't see. MJF already grabbed the rope to force the break, but he tapped to let Danielson believe he won. MJF rolls out the ring. Danielson is arguing with the ref like, you haven't won yet. MJF had the ropes, blah, 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 blah. Danielson tries to go grab MJF. MJF gets him in. He hits the bell lock. Danielson didn't want to give up. He was like, all right, fine. Reapply. And let me wrench it. Danielson gave it up. Danielson gave it up. Just like I gave up my championship. But yeah. AW Revolution. It wasn't a show. There was some highs, there was some lows, but it was a show. This the Iron Man match, the Texas Death match, a show. Uh, overall, check it out. Especially if you're a fan of AEW, of course, check it out. Uh, once again, shout outs to the new champ, Jaeger Bombastic. You know, it's destiny. That's been a big word between us tag people. And don't worry. At some point, you will see Dizzle. You will see Jugs. You will see Jaeger. I'm just kind of free to just record this stuff. But the word destiny has been thrown out. Because, you know, Dizzle is destined to think he's going to get the championship back after WrestleMania weekend, and that's when he has this grand plan. But if we're going off history, I don't... I don't have... Let me let me phrase it correctly. 
I'm not without the belt for long. I'm the only five-time champ. I'm the only four-time champ. The belt is destined to fall back in my hands. It will be apropos for it to happen after WrestleMania. But Dizzle will think he's destined to have it after WrestleMania. I'm what nightmares are made of, Dizzle. You got to be on your game, my brother. You got to be on your game. Because champion is my name. Shout outs to the Less and Stealthy Ninjas, Cosmic Boss, Aronia Miss. This video is going to be on their side, too. Because, you know, we got to show, show AEW love on the ninja side as well. So, but shout outs to the other two ninjas. Shout outs to my tag brethren and Destiny. Remember that word, ladies and gentlemen. Destiny. Until next time, let me hit y'all with that, too. Sweet.